that's where people can start to gain new perspectives. And maybe the people who came on because they wanted the perks or because they wanted to be in the know or first on the scene, or because they wanted to network with top franchisees and they want to network more with the franchisor because they think that's going to help them build their individual units. By going in with truly, truly wanting to represent the franchisees, you have the power to create change at many levels. You are listening to the Infinite Franchisees Show. I am your host, April Porter. I am a franchisee empire building strategist, creator of the Infinite Franchisee Program, attorney, and an award-winning multi-unit franchisee on a mission to fill the gap between the franchise model and the executive level strategies you need to increase profits, build a team, and scale into multiple locations. Here, we connect every franchisee to infinite possibilities. Hey, 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 franchisees. Today's topic came about because one of my clients had the opportunity to run for their Franchise Advisory Council, often called the FAC, and was wanting our advice, should I do it? And I thought, what a great topic to really dive into the purpose of the FAC and whether it's worth your time. So first, let's tackle what is a Franchise Advisory Council? Well, Many times the Franchise Advisory Council is spoken about as the representative body of the franchisees. So in some systems, the people that are on the Franchise Advisory Council are appointed by the franchisor. In other systems, they are elected by the franchisees. And in some systems, there is a hybrid where some seats are appointed and some seats are elected. And this body is marketed as the entity that represents the interests of the franchisees. So in theory, the people on the Franchise Advisory Council source their franchisee counterparts. They survey them. They find out what are your ideas? What are your concerns? What opinions do you have about some things that have been implemented recently? And then they have meetings with the franchisor and the corporate team, and they relay all of that to the franchisor and the corporate team. In the best brands, the franchisor is taking that feedback and evaluating the decisions that they're making and the things that they're implementing based on the feedback that they are receiving through the franchisees, through the Franchise Advisory Council. However, not all brands are doing that. Some brands are not utilizing the Franchise Advisory Council as a true meeting ground of the minds. And instead, it's more of a, well, some would say a charade. So let's talk about what that looks like. Well, some brands have a Franchise Advisory Council and they do not allow the council members to survey the franchisees. Instead, they determine the agenda. The franchisor determines the agenda for the meeting. These are the topics we are going to discuss. Then they ask the Franchise Advisory Council to weigh in on certain things, other times asking the council members to simply take the message back to the franchisor. So in brands that use the Franchise Advisory Council in this fashion, generally there is some breakdown in the franchisee-franchisor relationship. And that is 
that may be obvious to you by just the idea of running a council in this way. Usually the franchisor wants to control the information that's going out to the franchisee and they want to make the decisions and then pass them down rather than collaborating with the franchisees or encouraging franchisees to speak up. And there's a lot of different reasons that that could happen, but basically today we're just getting into the different ways a council could be run, and those are the two different ways. Now, in the second way, sometimes the franchisor, the topics that they want the franchisees to discuss are meaningless. Like if you are a retail store and you happen to sell branded apparel, you know, it could be like, ooh, here's the five colors we're thinking of putting out in the spring line. Which color do you vote on to go out on our t-shirts? Like, is that really going to move the brand forward? Is that really going to affect franchisee profitability? Is that really going to enhance the franchisee experience? No, no. Any of the five colors is fine, right? So, um, so when that happens, the franchisees start to get a sense of like, you know, why am I even here? Why am I taking my time? You clearly don't want to talk about anything of import. You just want to make it look like we have a say. And again, those are probably the brands where the relationship is breaking down. So when evaluating whether or not you want to spend your time on the Franchise Advisory Council, you want to know which bucket does this FAC fall into? Is it a true meeting of the minds between franchisees and franchisors where you will be able to represent your fellow franchisees, bring ideas forward, get feedback from the franchisors and take that feedback to the franchisees and be the go-between? Or does it fall into the bucket of a charade, right? The franchisor wants it to look like we have some kind of say in things, but really we're just meeting every month to talk about meaningless decisions that, that aren't going to move the needle for either the franchisees or the franchisors. If it's the latter, do you want to spend your time doing that? Because you could be taking that time and building your business. You could be taking that time, instead of sitting in a meaningless meeting, you could be focusing on growth activities and really increasing your footprint as a franchisee and profitability and building the equity for your business, because that may even want to be a type of brand that you want to exit sooner than later. So you want to build that equity so that you have the opportunities to move when you need to. But let's for a moment say that it is the first bucket. Let's talk about happier times and we're going to talk in terms of the first bucket. So in that case, you don't want to stop with the question of what type of FAC does my brand have? You want to keep on asking yourself some questions before you make this commitment. If your franchise has an FAC so that the franchisees will be represented, it is very much like elected officials where we expect our elected officials to represent our beliefs, our interests, and our desires, even if that elected official disagrees with them. That is the form of true democracy. So if I am elected to Congress and I have a very strong opinion that we should do X in any given situation, but my constituents, the majority of my constituents are telling me 
that they believe we should do why, it is my responsibility, my duty to walk into a congressional hearing or to walk into a Senate vote and vote for why. Because I am not elected to go in and to vote based on my personal beliefs. I am elected to vote on the beliefs of the whole of the people that I represent. And that's how you need to look at it. And so when I was back, when I was a franchisee, I was on our FAC. And one of the first things we did is we had a meeting. We were all flown out to the corporate office. We had a meeting and then we all went out for happy hour afterwards, of course. Right. Yeah. You had to network. You have to get to know each other. And there we went around the table and really said why we decided to be on the FAC. And for me, as you all know, I am very much law and order. I fight for justice. I have very strong beliefs that when you say something, when you say you're going to do something, that's what you need to do. And my FAC was made up of wonderful people, great franchisees, really killing it in the brand and truly, truly great people. But many of them had come on to the Franchise Advisory Council for reasons that seemed inconsistent with the purpose of the council to me. And so when it came around in my turn and I was asked, why did you come on the council? I came on the council so that I can bring more feedback from franchisees to the franchisor so that I can introduce innovative ideas that can take our brand to the next level so that I can, I can be a mouthpiece for those people who aren't happy in the brand and that we can try to repair that relationship for them. So those are the reasons that I joined the FAC. And there were several members of the FAC who joined for the same or similar reasons, but there were a few members that joined because they wanted to be in the know. They wanted to know what was going on behind the scenes before it was rolled out to the general public, because that is one of the perks of being on an FAC council is that since you're discussing things and you're helping the franchisor make decisions, you're going to have a lot of information before the masses have the information. So kind of being first on the scene was enticing for people. And that's really what drove them to want to be part of the FAC. Other people wanted to be part of the FAC because they actually got individual perks. We sometimes tested out equipment. We tested out new processes. We got access to software systems that we didn't have to pay for because we were doing some testing to see if it was in fact a good fit for the brand. And so some of the people came on the FAC for that purpose as well, just to be able to have the perks. And for me, because of my convictions, that struck me as that's not really our purpose here. Our, that's a great bonus, particularly because we're putting in a lot of time. So it's almost quasi compensation for the time we're putting in. But I'm my purpose here. My purpose is to create a better brand by enhancing the franchisee experience. And I feel like that's what I was elected to do. And that's what people were expecting of me being on the council. And so if the motives are not to represent the franchisees, what I see happening is that sometimes, so that people who come on for reasons that are not in alignment with representing franchisees, often they don't really go all in in the discussions. They don't necessarily come in with an opinion. They are happy to be on the franchisor's good side. They want to give the right answer. And 
that is a dynamic that you are going to see on almost every franchise advisory council. So when you have people who want to give the right answer, it stifles conversation because people, including franchisors, love to hear that they're right, right? So when you have half the room saying, oh, no, it's a good idea. I think it's good. Yeah, let's you know, move on to the next thing. And then you have half the room saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's think about this. Let's have a discussion. Maybe it's not the best for this part of the country, or maybe it doesn't make the most sense during this season of the year. And how are we going to address that? And wanting to stop the conversation, that's where one of two things can happen. Either the relationships on the council are going to get kind of dicey because it seems like people on the council are taking sides on two different issues, or that's where people can start to gain new perspectives. And maybe the people who came on because they wanted the perks or because they wanted to be in the know or first on the scene or because they wanted to network with top franchisees and they want to network more with the franchisor because they think that's going to help them build their individual units. Those people start to take a new perspective and say, oh, wow, I didn't think about those questions. I didn't have that perspective coming in. And so by going in, with truly, truly wanting to represent the franchisees, you have the power to create change at many levels. You have the power to create change for those franchisees that you represent. You have the power to create change within the Franchise Advisory Council so that all members of the council can start to think bigger, can start to think from more perspectives, can start to think more strategically. And ultimately, you have the power to influence the brand. Where is this brand going? How is it going to innovate? How are we going to be ahead of the competition so that our franchisees continue to be profitable, continue to have opportunities that surpass that of other people in the industry, and that our brand continues to grow strong so that it can become a legacy brand? So my preference is to go in as the leader to go in as the person who is asking the questions, challenging the thinking, there to represent the franchisees and be the catalyst for change. So if that's you, I would say definitely you should run for your franchise advisory council. If you want the perks and you wanna be first and you wanna network with the franchisor, you should also run for your Franchise Advisory Council. I would just recommend that you keep an open mind and that you also add into the mix of your desires of being on the council to be an inspiration for the franchisees that you are representing there and to truly, truly be a messenger that brings their concerns forward and a catalyst for change when you have the opportunity because that's the entire purpose of a Franchise Advisory Council. So I hope this was a great topic for you guys today. I know a lot of you out there are trying to use your counsel too to have more meaningful conversations with your franchisor. And that's an amazing strategy and tactic. And it always works best when you have the people who are most passionate about those issues when they are actually on the council. So if you aren't ready to run, encourage a friend or someone that you admire inside your brand to run for the next council seat. And let us know what your favorite part about being on the council is or why you appreciate your franchise advisory council. Because I will tell you, 
Those representatives do not get many thank yous for the hard work and time that they are putting in to making your brand better. See you next week. Thank you for setting aside time to grow your business and mindset with me today. Every franchisee has a dream to achieve sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And I created this podcast to help you do just that. So if you loved what we covered and you know someone who could benefit from it, I would be honored if you would share it with them. Between now and next time, don't you dare settle for anything less than infinite success.